Hi, I'm April, and you have ventured onto the Fickle-ish podcast, where things are spoken despite vulnerabilities. In this space, I'll share ever-changing thoughts and relatable experiences. From these, I hope you'll learn a thing or two. But be mindful, nothing said is set in stone. Some thoughts may just be fickle-ish. Hey, thanks for joining me on this episode. I'm so happy that you're here with me. Today's episode will be about where do the children play? Actually, I'm asking that question with the hope that someone will be able to answer me. Where do the children play? Some days ago, I was talking to my child, the 14-year-old child. She asked me, Mommy, why do I need to put away my gadgets at 6.30? And so I started talking to her about the whole childhood thing. And one point led to another and then another. And so I went all the way back to when I was a child and the dinosaurs walked the earth. And I was on an emotional roller coaster during that whole talk with her because I got so excited talking about my childhood. I laughed and I got excited and elated and, and it was so good. But then I got sad because I realized that my children will never be able to experience what I experienced as a child. And so in and out of the conversation, I was happy, then sad, then happy and sad. And then at the end of it, I asked myself, where do the children play? Where do our children play? Where? When I was a child, I was able to run about the community. And that's understandable because at the time it was not so populated. And so I would run from here to there, close by to home though. And um, sometimes you would even go by the neighbor or the neighbor's children would come by us and we'd play dolly house. We were playing mama and papa and everybody have mama lashi and there had to be a father there and the father would be the head of the house go out and work and come in and we just we just um replicate what we saw in our home and so we played that and then we had other games like marble games where you draw a circle on the soil or in the dirt and put the marbles in and we take turns to use one single marble to flick out the other marbles that are in, that were in the circle and then we had the ball game the sight and side or dandy shandy where we use the box strings box we stuffed the box strings box with papers and roll it roll down the edges and make it smooth and soft enough for for it to be used as a ball so there would be two players standing about 15 15 feet apart 10 to 15 feet apart and then there would be one player in the center and the two players at the end would throw the ball back and forth to each other in the same time trying to hit the person in the middle of the the ring and that's dandy shandy and there are other games where it's tucky we throw up the ball we had boundaries and we would throw up the ball as high as possible and then somebody would try to run off one one of the posts um, to another post before the ball came down so we had a variety of games to play and even if we didn't have that at the end of every school year when i was a child I would look forward to the school trips. I lived in Montego Bay. By the way, I am a Jamaican and I live in Montego Bay, Jamaica. I've been living there for years. 
And at the end of every school year, the teachers or the school would plan a school trip and we would board the bus and go to Kingston. Kingston was um, approximately four hours drive away from Montego Bay. So we would, we'd all save up or our parents would save and prepare for that trip every end of year. And we would, and I mean, the end of year for school was July. So every July we would board the buses at school and we'd take a four hour trip to Kingston where they had Coney Park, Coconut Park, and all the other parks. We, I don't remember the name of the other one, but we had quite a few parks to visit. And we would go in there. They had Ferris wheel, bounce about, I mean, trampolines, um, go-karts, merry-go-rounds. And so we, we looked forward to that. So even if we didn't have neighbors to play with, play with, sorry, we'd count down the days when we went to Coney Park and Coconut Park. And then we'd get to stop and buy chicken or donuts, which were delicacies in our little um, Montego Bay. So we had that to look forward to. And if our parents could not afford that trip, then we had Christmas to look forward to. Because in Christmas, we would dress up in our nice, pretty church dresses and stockings and socks and shoes. <laughs> and we would go in town with mommy, all of us with our hair in ribbons and everything. And it was so pretty. And we would go downtown and we would take pictures at the Christmas tree. And we would also have at the back of the Montego Bay Civic Center, there usually is the merry-go-round so they would erect it on christmas in the christmas season and then the nights maybe christmas eve christmas boxing day all the way up to um new year's night that merry-go-round would be there and so we would buy a ticket um and we would go on the merry-go-round and christmas morning we could come down early and we would see the jankonos and they'd beat drums and dance and they'd chase children and that was fun and scary at those times <laughs> when we were children it was a bit scary and fun we'd run out of fear and then laugh that they didn't catch us and those things so we had all those things to look forward to and those were very beautiful days but as I tell my children, I realize that all of those things are no more. No more. They don't have all that. They don't have merry-go-round at, at, at Christmas time. They don't have jankono. They don't have the neighbors to run and play with because everybody has a wall or a fence. Everyone is so busy trying to make good of their life that, that, that the children are stuck with gadgets and the parents are so busy trying to make a better life or trying to make life comfortable for themselves and their children that children has um, children have lost their childhood along the way and in the beginning it started out of convenience on on the the parents part because when you have a little baby who is nagging or fussy and the child will look at their phone or the tablet and calm down it's convenient for the parents to just slip the child at gadget and the child will be quiet until hungry again and so it allowed us as parents to um go ahead and get things done also when it came to the educational part i know this for sure because i did it with my older daughter at the age of three two years old for that matter I gave her leapfrog letter factory 
and Leaf Frog was what taught her letter sounds. Within a week, she was able to identify every letter and every letter sound and say them. And hats off to Leaf Frog. That made it easier for me and in return easier for the teacher who was going to get her in her classroom. It was convenient at the moment, but now I realize that all of this has robbed our children of their childhood, of their play. And so I'm asking, where do the children play? Even though the, the, the merry-go-rounds are done, the big celebration, fun, jankono, and those things are no longer as common as before, and we don't get to run and play, or they don't get to roll a, a hose within wire, with wire inside, and use another stick and roll it along the road. We don't get to go to the big mango tree in the community where there's a swing, and swing on it and take turns to swing on it, or to go to a standpipe in the community because we don't have water coming to us. So while we waited there for our turn to fill the jugs, we would play with our friends. We don't have that anymore. But what do we have? What 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 is there for the children? I lived in 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 Kingston for a while with my children, probably three years or four years. And what they had at Kingston was the Emancipation Park. And next to the Emancipation Park was another park. I don't know if it was the Sunshine Park. I don't remember the name of it. But that was the only park at the time that was available for my children. Probably they were at the age of six or so, five, yes, at the time. And that was the only available park there. But still, we, we had to pay. Yes, I know we have to pay because the money is needed to keep the park running but for those who weren't able to drive to kingston to new kingston and to pay to go in the park where do they play like where should they play and i hear let, let them play in their houses but how much running and jumping and and fun can happen inside your home now I notice that the development agencies or whatever you call them that builds house and sells sells houses, they are creating um play area and that is so good of them. And I'm I'm so happy when I see that. But what happened to the children in the ghetto? Like where I live and other places, where are the parks for them? Where do they play? Where are the recreational area? I mean, it's one thing to be fearful of children going out because of the crime and violence. But it's another thing for not um, to not have anywhere for them to go out to play. Even if there's no crime and violence, where do they get to play? So I'm asking, when I tell my children to put down the gadgets at 6.30, I would have wanted them to put it down at 2.30 when school closes. But when they put it down, what do they do? Can I drive to the park with them and play? There's no park. Um, they, they visited America, thank God, for, for their experience. Um, so when they went to America, there was a park nearby and every corner to the um, compound, you could find a park with a seesaw, a swing, a monkey bar, a racetrack, um, slides and so forth they have that there and i cannot compare jamaica to new york because we know there's a big difference 
but I'm saying the, there are quite a few of that here and there. But I'm talking about Jamaica. Where do the children play? Who is responsible for creating recreational area for our children for children to play? Um, when if if I, I remember when I was younger, Burger King and KFC had slides for children. No, that's that 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 was taken down to make more space for seats and whatever. There's no more play area. Don't buy um there was another park when we were in Portmore. They had little parks there. And uh, we're no longer in Portmore, we're in Montego Bay. But in Montego Bay and the rest of Jamaican children who are not so lucky to be in the housing scheme area or developed area, where do they get to play? Where do they get to play? So where do our children play? Let me know what do you do if you have children? If you're listening to this and you have children, what do you do with them? What I do to help them is play board games, card games, and we make up games or we go online, which is still gadget, to try and find games that we can play together inside the home. But they need to build their muscles. They need to run and play. I look at my children's arm and their arms are lanky, not because of lack of food, but because their muscles aren't being used. The biggest plate or the heaviest thing they pick up is their plate of food <laughs> and their gadgets. They don't run and play and climb and do anything of that matter because guess what? There's nowhere for them to go and play. So I'm asking you to help me to figure out where do our children play. We've come to the end of another episode and I'm glad you stayed with me thus far. Remember, sharing is caring, so go ahead and share this one with others. I'll be glad if you do so. And I'll see you in the next episode. Bye.